0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: everybody! Welcome to another episode of Sports Urban Legend Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew I'm of course William Mamo. What's up Mac, how you doing?
0: Hey man, good, how's it going?
1: I'm doing alright man You know, glad to be here on a Saturday night You know, hosting it with you And you know, interacting with You know, the ladies and gentlemen listening right now So, glad to be here with you Good to hear man, good to hear Cool man on uh, today's show, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna, to um, give our thoughts about, you know, the press conference with uh, Steve Cohen, you know, the new Mets owner and him um, hiring, you know, Sandy Alderson in a new capacity. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll, you know, we'll also talk about Trevor Bauer winning the Cy Young Award, as expected, you know, in the National League. Um, you know we'll also talk about you know the NBA and uh you know the um the draft is going to go down this Wednesday and uh and also you know the rumors swirling the, with the Knicks and who they might acquire you know via trade uh we'll talk about that um you know MLB making uh you know news with uh the Marlins making history, you know, hiring uh Kim Nang. Um, making the first woman, we'll talk about that as well. And um, you know, we'll talk about what's going on in wrestling. Um, you know, the 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 recent pay per view events that went down recently. We'll 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 talk about those uh as well. Um but most importantly You know, you guys know the number, and that number would be 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to, um, you know, call in and, you know, share your thoughts. You know, we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to talk about any of these topics and more, you know, it's you know we'd love to hear from you and um yeah, but before we we you know um we get to the you know we talk about the 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 mets news you know and the and you know the major press conference that the Mets had um you know we we would be remiss uh to talk about uh the passing of arguably one of the greatest uh game show hosts of all time. Um, probably in my opinion, probably the greatest, um, in my opinion. Um, and that is of course the passing of uh Alex Trebek, the legendary longtime host of Jeopardy. And um yeah, he passed away I think I think it was November eighth. You know, he passed away recently. Um, you know, after his two year battle uh with cancer. And, uh, you know, he courageously was letting people know how, you know, the fans, you know, throughout his tenure in Jeopardy since 1984, how the fans, you know, meant a lot to him. And, you know, for the past two years, the fans have really been, you know, every possible way showing him, you know, how much they appreciate and love him, you know, and
0: what he what he
1: did, you know, on the show. And, uh, you know, as a, you know, a lifelong fan of Jeopardy!, you know, um, he, he will sorely be missed. You know, I I definitely, one of my bucket lists that I've never, I've never even really said publicly a- anywhere, period, is that uh, I would have loved to have, you know, went on Jeopardy! and uh, met him and, you know, did the show. And, you know, if I would have just, you know, won a day, that would have just, that would have been a, you know, a highlight for me. But you know, um, you know, he's in a better place now. So you know, rest you know, rest in peace, Alex yeah. Trebek. And you know, my my sincere condolences go out to his widow Jean and their kids. So um, you know, yeah, what's definitely. your thoughts on on Alex Trebek's uh, passing?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, definitely the one of the greatest, if not the greatest. Uh, game show host that we've ever had been hosting the show since uh, 1984 during its since his revival. Uh, Yeah. You know, he'll be missed. I mean, he was battling pancreatic cancer for two years and, you know, finally, uh, finally hit him and uh, passing away from it. uh, Yeah. I mean, fans and, you know, people who weren't even fans of Jeopardy are going to miss him, but uh, yeah, it's a great loss for the, you know, the game show the game show world and for fans but um you know uh we could play uh well if you have some time later in the show we could play some sports jeopardy trivia uh in honor of alex Trebek.
1: yeah I'm, I'm definitely down uh, i would love to do that so all yeah, right definitely yeah so you know again uh You know, my condolences to uh, to Alex Trebek, and, you know, it's crazy, man. The same year we lose uh, Alex Trebek, you know, we lose, you know, Regis Philbin, you know, obviously the legendary, you know, TV host and host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and, you know, frequent visitor to Jeopardy! You know, they passed away, you know, you know, in this 2020. 2020, you know, we've lost a lot of, you know, icons, you know, not to mention, you know, so many people, you know, as a result of COVID. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, my my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who lost somebody near and dear to them, you know, this, th- this, this season right now, this year. Well, there's
0: a vaccine on the way, so, you know, it's good news, you know, yeah. coming up,
1: so... Hopefully mm-hmm. we can stop this this second wave, you know, oh, from yeah. other people. You know, so many lives, you know, being. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll be saved by this uh, vaccine coming up. Hopefully. Yeah, no will. doubt. But um, yeah, this is a I guess a horrible segue, you know, because, you know, you go from something serious to. Something that you know obviously is important to you know sports fans or in my case a met a met fan you know and that's you know of course um, you know the the announce uh you know the press conference of uh you know Steve Cohen um, you know finally you know having the press conference finally saying his um you know saying his 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 piece you know about what his thoughts are on the, the organization and how he um you know he's not doing this for the money unlike some owners that I root for or i mean some owners for teams that i root for you know who are clearly you know they're in it for the money and they don't care about the you know the welfare of the you know of the the, the teams and and the, the fans' opinions, you know, this guy literally—he's doing it for his fellow Mets fans, like yours truly. He, you know, he's trying to—he's trying to make the Mets iconic, you know. You know, unless if you, you know, you're into baseball and you really know the history of the game, you know, the Mets—you know—they play a, you know, they play a, uh, you know, uh, I guess, a, a significant role, even though they're more of a, lo- a lovable loser, you know, type of organization, but you know when they're good, you know, the whole city is buzzing, all of baseball is buzzing and you know Steve Cohen, he pr- he provided that enthusiasm that the Mets you know and the fans you know desperately needed. You know, he's gonna uh, he you know he promised to operate the team as a uh, you know a big market team. Um which, you know, I did um speak about that, you know, in uh these last couple of uh YouTube videos I, I did, you know, on Sports Sports Open Legend T V. You know, check that out on YouTube. But um yeah, he, he definitely you know, he's he he's definitely trying to change the the negative uh perception of the Mets, you know, under the will Pond era of, you know, just being a cheap team and you know a team that's gladly you know accepts being the second class citizens to the Yankees which if you know the history of the Mets that's that's far from the case you know because when the Mets are good you know you know they they, they steal the, the they steal the back pages and they steal the hearts of the fans of of New York because the New York, New York City has always been a National League town because you know that's how the Mets was even born because the Giants and the Dodgers you know, they were beloved in the city and they were battling it out to just for the opportunity to face the Yankees, you know, in the World Series during the golden age of baseball. You know, back in the forties and fifties. You know. But um you know, after the Mets left, you know, in uh or actually the Dodgers and the Dodgers and the Giants left in what, fifty seven. They went to they went to LA. Oh, well, they you know they went to LA and San Francisco. So for five years, there was no team in in uh in uh, New York. So the fans either had the choice to give up baseball, root for their teams in California, which rare, some of them rarely did, but there were a few, or in an even rarer case, root for the Yankees, which a lot of them did not. But I mean, there were there are some exceptions. But that's how the Mets was born. That's how the Mets have our orange and blue there. They have the Dodger blue and the Giants orange. So ever since then, the Mets have had that identity of, you know, bridging the, the gap between Giants, you know, former Brooklyn Dodger fans and former, uh, you know, near Giant fans. And, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they united, you know, for their, their love of National League baseball and, you know, the hatred of the Yankees, you know, so at that time, even though the, the Mets was a horrible team they they outdrew the Yankees in the sixties, even though the Yankees were winning titles at that time championships but um yeah, so basically the Mets need to get themselves back to that iconic stage that they were in the you know in the sixties early seventies, and then of course, in the eighties with uh you know. With the the 86, the 86 Mets, you know, with you know Daryl and and Doc Keith, you know the the list goes on and on. So the Mets need they need to get themselves to a rarefied air of you know being a team that's consistently con, you know battling for a title, you know. So hopefully, with Alderson as the new team president, and they're still looking for a GM and a uh, a, a president of, bas- of baseball operation, they can uh, take the team to levels they've never been. So, what, what's your thoughts on the whole press conference uh, through a Yankee fans perspective, perspective Matt?
0: Well, I I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> uh, I, well, no, seriously, I, I didn't see it. I was working, you know, when the right. when it was on. Uh, right. I saw some bits here and there uh, on YouTube, but I didn't watch the whole thing. But I mean, from what I've heard so far, um, you know, Cohen is very passionate. He, he, You know, he's a very passionate owner. You know, he uh, obviously he grew up a huge baseball fan, a big Mets fan, and he wants to improve the team and, you know, spend lots of money uh, to get free agents to come here uh, to make this team better. So, you know, he's he's looking to turn around the Mets pretty quick here. And uh, you could tell by him just hiring uh, Sandy Olson to come back and him firing, you know, some people in management that weren't really doing anything for the Mets these past several years. So he's uh, looking to turn this thing around pretty quickly and make the, the Mets uh, a contender. And, you know, you have guys like uh, Syndergaard posting on social media how happy they are for him to be uh, an owner and for him to want to change things around. So, you know, he's definitely brought a different uh, a, a different vibe right now, you know, to the Mets organization. You know, it got Mets fans feeling very optimistic and looking to a brighter future, you know, for this team. So, you know, it, it's a different feel right now for the Mets. You know, hopefully they could land some big free agents and, you know, next year, you know, possibly contend for that uh, division to start with.
1: Amen to that. So, oh yeah, and on, another thing, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Steve Cohen said that, you know, if the Mets don't contend for a championship, if they don't, if they let me let me correct that, if the Mets don't win a championship in the next three to five years, he would consider that a slight disappointment. Now, isn't that a huge difference than what the Wilpens have been saying, like they want to have play meaningful games in in September, which is basically shooting for mediocrity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gotta be optim optimistic, and even if it means you know, uh, over thinking of yourself, overachieving or underachieving, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's a bright uh, it's a good it's a good uh, attitude to have right now, you know. Mm -hmm. Instead of just uh hoping to play October baseball, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: Cohen is looking forward to playing October baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's uh, it's expected for the right. Mets to play October. So instead of hoping, so. Right. But yeah, he's uh, definitely
1: passionate. You got to give him that. Yeah, absolutely. That he's he's definitely what the Mets fans needed uh, for decades. You know, yeah. and you know he Mets fans definitely deserve an owner like that. You know, you know who, who's not only the richest owner in baseball, but a guy who's a fellow Mets fan who, who, who bleeds orange and blue, you know, with, with us fellow Mets fans. And he, you know, he's tired of just losing, man. He's tired of, you know, 86, man. That's a long time. Yeah.
0: You
1: know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's an extremely long time, you know, for, for, for not having a title, you know, in New York, you know, anywhere, but especially in New York with, with mm-hmm. diehard fans like, like the Mets fans. I mean, it's extremely long overdue. But another good thing he mentioned um, that he asked the fans, you know, on Twitter because he has a Twitter account. Then, you know, he, you know, uh, basically he has a obviously he has a lot of followers now. And apparently they they asked them, uh, you know, they, you know, the fans they want to bring back Old Timers Day and Banner Day, which you know he he's down with it. Yeah, that'd be great. So that. That I'm right. surprised there, more teams don't do all Times Day, you know. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's part of the Mets history. I mean, obviously, Old Timers Day is very synonymous with the Yankees, you know, because you know, like I've always said for years, and you can you can look at the, the past episodes of this this show, uh, you know, the Yankees, they, they respect their old time players, man. You know, they mm-hmm. they play the games. I mean, it's you know very fun and interesting to watch. You know, guys who you know, especially to a Yankee. Perspective, guys who you know who um who put the Yankees on the map, you know who are still alive, you know to give yeah. them the respect. Yeah. So yeah, for the Mets, apparently, um I heard they haven't they haven't had an old um um timers game since like nineteen ninety five. So I mean it's long overdue and uh, yeah,
0: Same I, back if now you know, if we can get players to come back and play, yeah,
1: yeah. Long overdue. I mean, the perfect time for them to, to would have done that would have been '08 uh, when uh, when the when the stadium closed because they had all the they had all the great players come. Like they had, of course, Seaver, um, you know, Piazza, Yogi Berra. Okay. You know, they had a lot of the great. Uh, of course, Doc and Darryl. I think that was like the, Doc's first appearance. You know, in a Met uniform. I think since then, since you know he he went, You know, he left the the Mets, you know, I went to the, you know, went to the Yankees, mm, yeah. you know, because uh, uh, I think the Wilpons they didn't have a good relationship with, with Doc and Darryl at, you know, at one point, but, you know, thank God they actually, you know, repaired, you know, the, the relationship and, and put both of them in the hall of fame, which, they, yeah. you know, the Mets hall of fame. So yeah, uh, basically uh, Keith and, and, Ron Darling, they said that they you know, they're willing to, They're playing the old-timers game. That'd be great. That'd be great to see. So that's going to be – yeah, even um, Darryl might even face Keith, the way how they were talking, which I didn't even think that was possible because I would assume they would have just, you know, been on the same team. So I'm guessing it might not be at like a 69-86 because I guess the, you know, maybe the age differential might not make it happen. Might just mix it. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to be it looks like it's going to be mixed, but nothing's official, but yeah, that would have been great if we would have had a 86 um 69 battle, but unfortunately I think like the Sting versus Undertaker match or Rock versus uh Shawn Michaels, it might be a little too late for the for those dream matchups to happen. So
0: Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I think it'll be a mixed a mixed uh, old-timers game. But, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know. Most importantly, you know, COVID got to be put in check. You know, hopefully with this uh, vaccine, you know, things will start to get somewhat normal and we can have fans, you know, back again, you know. Because I know some of these sports, they have, like, they have limited capacity of, of fans who could come to the games. But, um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then, oh yeah, another thing, Sandy Alderson, he was like really excited every time when he was on the the Mets, you know, during the World Ponds, his first time around as the GM, he was like so he was like so depressed because it was like you know <laughs> he was hamstrung, you know, he had to, you know, he didn't have much of a budget to spend, you know, but uh, you know, thank goodness. Um, you know, Steve Cohen was able to convince him to to come come to the Mets and now as uh, the you know the team president. So he's the highest ranking person in the organization other than Cohen, and he you know he's gonna basically be with the team for uh, as of right now for two years. You know, he's playing by ears, but right now he's just he's gonna be with the organization for for at least two years and see what happens from there. And you know, they're still looking for you know, they uh you know, um president of baseball operations and the GM. So yeah, Mets Mets still got a lot of moves to do. Obviously Trevor Bauer is the big move that they need to do. George Springer is another guy right there. And the icing of the cake would would be um JT Realmuto. But you know, there's conflicting reports if he's gonna want to come here and plus there might be concerns that he you know he's been having some injuries recently, you know, and he's, you know, 30 years old, doing catching, you know, so who knows if he's going to, if Mets are going to get him, you know, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, those are some uh, key free agents to get, especially a guy like George Springer, you know, uh, Rio Muto, yeah, Bauer, you know, who... uh had a great year under two ERA I think mm-hmm. you know those would be
1: key guys if you got them so if you had a choice if you were uh you know Sandy Alderson or whoever is going to be the baseball the GM slot or you know baseball of operations that they're going to hire um who would be the ideal person that they should they um you know they should go after you know after they resigned um Marcus Stroman to that wow. one year that one year deal. Wow. I would go after Riamuto. I would go after Riamuto. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I think before the before the um free agency started, I was I was I I agreed with you. I would I was gonna say Riamuto, you know, because obviously they need a catcher,
0: yeah. and
1: you know they need a catcher. They need that offensive guy like that, you know, to be on the team. But I think, I think uh, Trevor Bauer now. The, Trevor Bauer is a the guy they have to go after because they need that guy to pair with Degrom. You know, Syndergaard, He's he's coming back coming back from Tommy John surgery, so he's gonna need time to to get back. Uh, you know, get back into the game and then, you know, get back to his old self. And then you know you got Strowman, uh, David Peterson. If you know he's not in a trade. You know, because there's, you know, Mets and Yankees have been rumored in this Lindor trade, so, you know, um, they would really have a real good rotation if they could, uh, if they could get Bauer. Oh yeah,
0: no doubt. If they get so, Bauer, yeah. Bowers, the uh,
1: guard, yeah. That'd be a great yeah.
0: uh, one-two-three.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so basically, here's how I would rank the people who they should go after in this order. They should go after Trevor Bauer. That's number one because uh, Trevor Bauer and um, and Alderson, they've been, like, really talking about each other a lot lately. Like, Sandy Alderson was saying, like, there's the, you know, Trevor Bauer is the type of person who's, you know, entertaining person who would fit well for, you know, in New York. And, uh, you know, I guess his agent and himself, you know, were saying that they – were flattered by what he said, you know that they appreciate that he appreciate, you know that he appreciate a player like that, and, um, you know, so you know they they've been talking about each other back and forth. Um, his his agent, uh, uh, I think her name was Rachel Luba. She, you know, she's been saying there's, you know, there's teams that are, have been, you know, you know the fans have been, you know, basically. Uh, lobbying for him to go to their team, you know, and basically the Mets, the Yankees, the Giants, I can't remember who else were the teams they mentioned, uh, you know, know, that are are pursuing him to come to the team. But, man, you know, like, with all this, with all this um, them talking about each other so much, man, they have to make this deal go down, man. Oh, yeah. They can't tease the Mets, you know, with this. Because, you know, I I never, you know, I, I was hopeful that he would, you know, they would get Trevor Bauer, but my mindset was more so on, I'd say, Riamuto, and then more recently uh, George, George Springer, because George Springer is a guy, they, another guy they need, you know, he's a center fielder, you know, he'd be, you know, who has power, who, who performs well in the postseason World Series, you know, he'd be like a, a modern day uh, Brandy Williams, I don't know if you ever heard of that guy. You
0: know, oh no, not at Yankees. all. I don't know. Yeah. What
1: team he play for? I think <laughs> he used to play for the Yankees. Uh,
0: oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that Bernie team.
1: Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, yes.
0: <laughs> all he used time to play yeah, on the small
1: great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think he. You know, if he signed with the Mets, he could be that. He could be reminiscent of of that player. Obviously, you know, um, Bernie had the four gold gloves, but you know. But uh, Springer, you know, he's you know he's really good, you know, really great defensively. And, uh, you know, as he goes older, he could go to the corner outfields, you know. And, uh, you know, hopefully they could, you know, in a perfect world, hopefully they could get all three. But, you know, they definitely, they, I think they definitely need to get Bauer and Springer. As much as I'd love to have Real Muto, because, you know, he, he'd solve the defense and the offense all at once. But yeah, I think they need to for them to hit a home run, they got to they got to get those three guys, all three guys, or at least two of the three. But um yeah, that's how bad the Mets situation has been, you know. Even though you know, they have talent, they have a lot of talent, but you know, they got to they got to they got to make some moves, man, because the ground isn't getting any any younger. You know that window for the Mets to win is getting shorter and shorter. You know, so
0: well, I'll say this um right uh, you know Mets are won't be the only other only team- you know trying to get Bauer in his free mm-hmm. agency, of course, you have the Dodgers who also have money, Red You so, guys, Yankees. you know, so they you know, and whichever team gets them is gonna have to spend a lot of money,, mm-hmm. so you know think about how much money you're gonna be throwing at this guy you might not be able to get some of the other free agents so
1: because
0: mm-hmm. that's just the concern right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, they got they got to get it done, man.
0: Yeah, well, it, he is uh, he's the best pitcher out there right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. available. So you have to get him.
1: Yeah, and the, this team should have made the playoffs, man. They had they have the talent. You know, they got you know. um Alonzo, Smith, who had a breakout year, um, uh, um, McNeil, Conforto, who they should definitely re-sign, um, Jimenez, you know, they, they definitely they have they definitely have the, and then and then of course Peterson, rookie year, he he broke out, you know, in the rotation. So yeah, they they got the pieces. They just need to add some more pieces to to, you know, help out this team. So, you know, hey, let's go Mets. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And uh, you know, what other than, you know, the Yankees resigning uh DJ LeMay, um what, what 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 do you think is the next big move they should do?
0: Uh, well, you know, I would love to get Riamuto, you know, mm-hmm. if possible. Um, I hear Yadier Molina, I think mm-hmm. he's too old. You know, he's mm-hmm. getting up there. Um, right. but, if we, but Gary Sanchez is, is just not the guy, you know, mm-hmm. he's just not the guy. I mean, yes, he can put up, you know, he can hit a lot of home runs, mm-hmm. but the past several seasons, he's just been very undisciplined, you know, striking mm-hmm. out. Um, not not taking walks. Um, yeah, he hasn't been patient at the plate like he, you know, like he was several years ago when we saw him break out. And you know his his defense as a catcher is not bad, but you know in the playoffs we saw he missed several balls that cost us. You know that 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 uh, that last game against the uh, against the Rays. So I I just don't think he's the guy. You know, we got to move on from Gary Sanchez and find a new catcher. And if that's Riamuto or Molina or some other guy, then so be it. You know, but mm-hmm. you definitely have to improve that area for the Yankees. And then, um, I guess pr- probably, yeah, look into starting pitching, you know, and the Yankees, like the Mets and Dodgers, they're going to look at Bauer and see, uh, there's any other guys available, but uh, starting pitching is also a must to improve to improve on as well.
1: So would you would you um, if you had to choose between Morton and um, and uh, re-signing um, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, um, what what is T- Tanaka? Who would you choose? Well, I was would,
0: I I, would, I definitely I would definitely re-sign Tanaka. If we, if we can get Morton as well, that'd be great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I would love Morton. I mean, I love that experience and that veteran presence he brings. Uh, you know, he won a championship with the Astros. I would love him to be on the Yankees. That'd be great. Yeah, we, um, I'm I definitely that would be a big that'd be a big help.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like you you guys should you should go get both. You know, because yeah. Tanaka, I mean, he's not the ace as everybody expected him to be, you know, coming out of Japan, but he's been really durable and uh, you know, a guy you can count on in the postseason, for, you know, for the most part. Yeah. So yeah, um if I was the Yankees, I would not let him I would not let him uh escape them through free agency. Oh yeah. No well doubt. But uh, speaking he, of, so- he'll be cheaper to sign than Bauer. Oh, yeah, and hands down. And, uh, you know, speaking of someone that was in their organization that um, went on to now do bigger and better things now is, of course, uh, Kim Nong or Nag. I, I forgot. I don't know how you pronounce the name. I, I heard it before. But yeah. Uh, I guess it's Kim Nag, I guess, is how you pronounce it, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to check. NG. Kim NG. Yeah. Yeah. So N- it, yeah. yes, spelled NG. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, congratulations to her. You know, she becomes the first woman GM and, and you know a, Asian American you know woman GM to uh to you know to to be a GM of a a major league team. You know, obviously, um, you know she used to be an assistant GM for the for the Yankees under Brian Cashman from uh, I think it was like from what ninety what ninety nine to. Two thousand and one and then um she she was also assistant GM with the Dodgers, I think during Tory's era over there. Um and now uh Derek Jeter hired her. So, you know, congratulations to her. You know, she's you know well she deserved. paid her well deserved uh hire. You know, she paid her dues, she's been in the in the game uh for like what, twenty years or so? Doing different, doing different jobs, and of course, and from what I've heard, she, you know, she grew up a, a baseball fan. So, you know, kudos to her, you know, becoming the first woman uh, GM. Oh yeah, no
0: question about. It. She's uh, definitely deserves it. And you know, as a she's been in baseball as an intern, assistant baseball operations, she's done it all. For to uh, get this promotion as a general manager, it's a big, it, it's a big thing. And she becomes the first female executive, uh, you know, in baseball ever. So, Mm -hmm. congrats to her and congrats. uh, And uh, shout out to Derek Jeter for hiring her. Yep.
1: Absolutely. So, um, yeah, you know, the moms, you know, they look like they got a good gym, you know. So, congrats to her. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, you know, shifting gears, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, to a team that really needs a that's going to need a GM and and especially a a, a a head coach, I should say, is the Jets, man. They they blew they blew that lead, man, against the Patriots. Um, Joe Flacco, man, he he was he was playing great. You know he threw for three touchdowns, and then he threw that co- costly interception, you know in the you know in the fourth, and that basically um, cost them cost them the game. You know they couldn't score any more runs. They, the, the defense couldn't hold the hold um hold on the Patriots man, and and then Nick Folk, the former Folk hero, he became the 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 Folk villain as he takes <laughs> the field goal. As uh, time expires in in the fourth quarter to, um, to you know, defeat his former team.
0: Yeah, only uh, only the Jets can lose that way. Yeah, so close to winning and then you lose like that. Yeah, I mean it Not... just
1: goes without saying, man.
0: Yeah, and the games aren't going to get easier. You know, to play the Chiefs, you still have to play the Chiefs. And... Yeah, it's not an easy schedule.
1: Well, I have good news. What's that? Um, I I saved some money on my car insurance by switching to Geico. Okay. <laughs> and even more importantly, um, I don't uh, the the Jets will not lose tomorrow.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, actually, you guys played the Chiefs. I forgot you guys played the Chiefs a couple weeks ago.
1: Oh so, yes, unfortunately, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, the, the Jets won't lose this week, so that's great news because they have a bye week. <laughs> and, unfortunately, that's the only time they're going to win.
0: Yeah, so next week against the Chargers.
1: But, um, yeah, it's... What a lost season, man. This, that would have been a perfect win. I mean, I just want the Jets to win one game. I know it's going to... It's gonna slightly ruin their chances for in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, but come on, man, I don't want them to go winless. That's just embarrassing. And then Trevor, Trevor, um, Lawrence is just, could, might even, you know, just stay that extra year just so you won't come to this mess that the Jets are doing.
0: Oh man,
1: because old man, he they're they're gonna end his career. I mean, because they're not they're not play, The whole team is not playing well for the most part. I'm not playing well for him, man. You know, I mean, he's just getting knocked over around like a pinball. It's just crazy. I mean, they did show some promising signs, uh, you know, with the wide receiver um, situation. But you know, the, they they couldn't hold on to that lead. You know, the team couldn't hold on to the lead, and that would have been a great that would have been a great win against the Patriots. And then have that bye week, so they can have that extra week to, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. revel in it and just you know feel good about themselves. That hey, you know, we actually did something good this year. You know, we have
0: Mm -hmm.
1: something to hang our hat on. But nope, now they got, now they got, now they got to think about being 0 and 9. I mean, it's it's just it's just messed up, man. That was their chance, man. That was their chance to to be to snap that win streak, man. I, I. I unfortunately think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go winless.
0: Well, there's some uh, and uh, at the end of the year they have. Uh, they
1: are gonna face the Patriots again to end the season. Patriots but, again,
0: and then also the Browns, which and they might be able to beat the Browns.
1: I don't think they're gonna beat anybody. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong as a as a Jets fan. I hope I'm wrong, but man, this team is horrible. They hired the worst possible head coach. Man it's a, it's a joke man like this this guy has surpassed you know rich coat as the the worst jet coach like this is this is really <laughs> really horrible this yeah. is really horrible this this jet team man i i don't even know what to say, but yeah, that's shifting gears uh you know the giants you know even though they're what two and seven you guys are not mathematically out of it. You know, you guys are going to be facing your rival Eagles.
0: Yeah, we beat the Washington football team last
1: uh-huh. last
0: week, as I predicted. Um, so, yeah, they're playing the Eagles now. And uh, the last, if you remember, the last time uh, they played the Eagles, they, they had a chance to win that game, but they blew it. Uh-huh. So they'll get another opportunity uh, tomorrow, and hopefully they can win that this game. But I think, you know, it's going to be tough. Is uh the Eagles right? They've won two in a row, so they've been playing real well. Um, And yeah, it's gonna be a tough game. Uh, A hard knocks, hard knocks game, I think. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know if the if the Giants will be able to pull this one. Hopefully, they can keep it close. But it's it's gonna be a tough game for them. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think the Giants are gonna lose this game. It's gonna be close, but I think I think they're gonna fall to the Eagles.
0: Yeah, it's definitely gonna be close. And they, uh, some bad news: uh, they uh, Devontae, uh Freeman. He's he's trying to come back from the uh, from injury reserve, but it looks like he re-injured his hamstring. So he he'll miss another three games, and Wayne Gallman is gonna start at running back for him. But the offenses look pretty good the last um, several games. You know, the Giants right now could have had a much better record. I mean, they're two and seven, but they could have been at least at five hundred. You know, because they played a lot of close games, and there's some games that they blew. So, you know, this this team could probably, if 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 they could just hold on to those leads. And just finish our games, they could have probably be leading this division if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, tomorrow's gonna be a tough game. I mean, if they're able to win that game, wow, that'd be probably the biggest win of the season for them. You know? So, you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens.
1: Uh, what, what's your thoughts on uh, just claiming your former player, uh, Corey Ballantyne?
0: Uh, I. I have no thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, obviously, he didn't mean much to the Giants. Um, and I, I don't know, like, if he's going to be a difference maker for for the Jets. You know, so.
1: I guess time will tell.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's really – he's an impactful player, so. But who knows? You know, he might still have a, something uh, to prove.
1: But speaking of somebody who has left the pool, uh, Chris Paul and uh, Russell Westbrook, two guys who are, you know, future Hall of Fame point guards. Um, they're both rumored to be trade, possibly traded to the Knicks, more so uh, Westbrook. Um, but, yeah, the, the question is, you know, I would be in favor of either of them coming. However, you know they they cannot be given. It depends on who they give up. You know if they if they're giving up R.J. Barrett and or um, Mitchell Robinson. You know I have to fly out say no for that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That that's. I wouldn't give up Mitchell Robinson, man, because this guy can block shots and rebound, and uh, you know he's only getting better. So I wouldn't want to give him up. Um, but I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind a guy like Russell Westbrook. I mm-hmm. feel like he could bring some energy, you know, mm-hmm. to, to to the Knicks, and you know, he could be like that John Starks, but much better offensively. You know, mm-hmm. the only thing I worry about is his selfishness. Yeah, he sometimes gets too selfish where he just you know doesn't pass and just start school. Well. The, the funny thing is he, he averages he's a triple-double. Triple double, I know. So it's not a, a meaningful triple-double, you know? Yeah. Like he'll, he'll like... have, You look at the, the scoreboard, he'll have 10, 10 assists uh, mm-hmm. after the game, but you're wondering, how did he get 10 assists when he <laughs> scored that many points? Yeah. You know? So those assists were, like, you know, really not impactful. Hmm. So, you know, that's my concern about him being a bit selfish, but, you know. I think uh that'd be great for him to come to the Knicks we could have finally have that superstar after many years.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and I think there would be a a lot less pressure on him coming to the Knicks than uh Chris Paul cuz the whole Magna the the Magna flying uh glasses is, is on Chris Paul because Chris Paul, you know, he's the leader of the the, you know, the players, the players union, you know, for the NBA. Um, you know, obviously he's friends with all these guys who've won titles, you know, in the league. You know, with the exception of you know um, Mello right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I mean, he basically like the 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 spotlight's on him. I mean, it's on Melo too, but you know, it's really on him. Like, you know, because he could he could be the final piece for any team. You know, for the Lakers, returning to the Clippers. You know, like. There's so many teams that, you know, if he won on that team, you know, he could be that difference maker to bring the title.
0: Yeah. yeah. coming yeah. to the
1: Knicks, uh, it, would be not, I mean, it would be nice for a Knicks fan. I mean, if you don't give up any player, you know, you'd have an exciting a buzz to the team. But, yeah, the pressure is on him to win a title. So I don't think, you know, ideally it would fit for him. Russell Russellbrook, obviously he never won a title either. But I think – I think he would rather he would prefer being a star of his team and have a buzz than to be like going to a situation where you know he don't feel like he has the ball and you know he he don't have a chance to be himself and you know dominate on all facets of the game. You know, I think he I think he would settle for a place where he's the he's the man and you know there's a buzz but not like the pressure of trying to win a title.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But I mean, who knows? I mean, we'll see. I mean, to me, if they're gonna get any of these guys, they can't. They um, they can't mortgage the whole team. You know, obviously, you know, to get some get something, you gotta give up something. Cause you know, obviously, these guys are both going to you know Springfield when it's all say said and done. When they're you know when their their um careers Time's are up. done, so. You can't go wrong with either one, but you know, yeah. Let's see, let's see what happens because the Knicks need some buzz. You know, obviously, you know, you want a guy who, who would be a final piece of the puzzle, but the Knicks, man, they just need to draft well. And only when they when they draft well, I mean, they got the guys to do it. You know, in in the the um in the organization now, you know, after they got Leon Rose. You know, they got uh. Payne, that that assistant coach from, from uh Kentucky, you know, U- University of Kentucky for a long time. Um, you know, obviously is the head coach. Um uh, Perrin, you know, that that um GM, you know, um so I mean they got they got some um Brock Eller who was who was like this great cap um strategists, you know, from Cleveland, I mean, they have some other people who, you know, who have good track workers, who have the resume, who could, you know, turn this team around, you know, but um, they got to, they got to put it all together. And that's the only way they're going to turn this team around, drafting well. And then by drafting well, they'll attract players to come because here's another thing. Russell Westbrook wants to leave, wants to leave, uh, he wants to leave um you know uh Houston but so but the rumor is uh Harden might want to leave too because it's going to be it's going to be a rebuilding situation most likely you know yeah. so he might want as much as he loves Houston he might want to leave too and uh the rumor is did you, did you hear what place th- they're thinking he might go to where the nets Mm wow that would be that would be scary. If yeah, you have a healthy he Durant, have cap room for, for that, I don't know. That's a lot of that's a lot of zeros.
0: They'd have to trade some players to get to get them though.
1: Yeah, because there's rumors that that Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, who who's been the the MVP of that team, you know, since uh, uh I'm trying to think of that point guard they had before they traded um, uh, Kyrie Leonard Williams. Ky- yeah, uh, yeah. Before that guy's been the MVP since that guy got traded on that team, you yeah. know, dimly. So yeah, man, there's rumors that he he wants out and he wants to go to L.A. You, one of the L.A. teams, but uh, you know, um, yeah. If you if they can find a way to get, um, you know, Harden, and keep Durant and uh, Kyrie Irving and and find a way to share the ball.
0: That'd
1: that's a a, that's a scary team.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be a mess. I don't see it happening, but yeah, you know, if it does happen now that, that would be great. Mm-hmm. They they'd have to give up a lot to, to get Harden.
1: Mm-hmm. It's gonna be extremely hard to get a player like Harden on the on the in Brooklyn, man. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happened with that. And uh, you know, there's rumors Knicks might trade up in the draft, trade down. You know, I mean, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, you know, they might draft Killian Dane, Killian Hayes. You know, that point guard. They might draft uh, I think that part. What I think his, Vastor, I think his name was. He's like this defensive guy. You know that, they, but yeah, there's. I mean, there's numerous other people that, uh, you know, they might draft. But you know, there's not much of a buzz because they're not. They're not. They don't have the the top two, top three picks. I mean, you know, they they might even go after Kira Lewis Jr. You know, who's a who's a, a point guard as well. Um, but yeah, there's there's not that there's not a, a buzz as it would be for the NFL for the NBA draft. You know, if we would have just had the top three pick, then we would have had a shot at, um, you know, uh, Lamelo Ball, uh, you know, Wiseman. Uh, I mean, you know, basically, man, what can you do? Like, there's rumors that they might trade, you know, with, with the Warriors to get the number two pick, but I just don't see it, you know. Uh, I just think they just they just need to be smart, man. Cause I think they have the eighth pick and the twenty seventh pick, so I mean w- we'll see what happens. But finally, mm-hmm. finally the draft is coming because the draft is usually in June, you know, around the the the, the uh, NBA finals, and because of COVID everything got to be pushed back. So it's good to finally have the draft and finally see who who the Knicks finally draft because it's like. So I'm overdue, and then this season is going to start around Christmas time, maybe the the second the December twenty second. So yeah, we'll see what happens. What, when is the draft? The draft is on uh, this week, this coming week. I think it's Wednesday or Thursday. Oh okay. Let me uh let me see. When is this draft quickly? Because I think if my recollection, I think they said it was this Wednesday. Because normally it's uh it's, it's on a on a Thursday, when they do it, but uh, let's let me let me see quickly. When is this draft? Yep, Wednesday, November eighteenth. Okay. So yeah, now we'll finally find out. We'll find out who the Timberwolves will draft with the number one pick, which uh, you know most likely will be James Wiseman, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll find out on Wednesday How it goes down Hopefully the Knicks will make the right decision But, uh, you know You want to do the Jeopardy thing right now? Or you want to Oh yeah, we could do it right now Um, Yeah, and then then I'll go into the Wrestling stuff, the wrestling news afterwards
0: Alright, you want to do five Five uh, questions?
1: What's the maximum you could do?
0: Uh, well, we do- the, well this, is, this is a lot. I mean, there's like well, 5, 10, 15, 20, there's like 20, 20, 20 spots on here, I see. So you could do up to 20, it looks like. Huh. Could we do it? Could we brief story it quickly? Yeah, well, you, uh, well it, it just doesn't give me the options until I click it. So you have to select from a category, sports, basketball, football, and teams. So you tell me what, and I have to click a square. It is, this one's just like Jeopardy. You click okay. the square, and then they give you the question.
1: So it's a sorted sports?
0: Yeah, it's sorted by category. So there's sports, there's basketball, football, and teams. It's four categories. So you ah. have to pick one, and then uh, I'll, I have to click the square, and then they'll give me the question.
1: Uh will let you decide.
0: Uh, well, no, you pick. You pick just like Jeopardy.
1: Oh, okay, I get you I see your point now. Like I choose something. Okay. Yeah, it's but, just like nah, jeopardy. Yeah. I I get your point now. Okay. Um basketball. Basketball two hundred or Okay.
0: All right, let me see here. Do
1: they really have the points? Like how many Yeah, do they, they do. Come?
0: They have one hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four
1: hundred, five hundred. You wanna do it by right.
0: that? Okay, let's do that. Okay, basketball for
1: two hundred?
0: Mhm. Okay. How many seconds do you have to get the ball across half court in high school and college?
1: What is 24 seconds?
0: That is incorrect. What is 10 seconds?
1: Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the violation. No.
0: Oh, you are talking about like we have to get the ball across the half court?
1: Oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. Oh crap! Yeah, man, oh. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like from going from one side to the other, but you're talking about the. Okay, I see your point now.
0: Yeah. Crap. Right. What's the next category you want to go with?
1: Okay, uh, baseball, 400, I guess. Uh,
0: no baseball, it's only sports, basketball, football, and teams. I guess you might get some baseball and sports.
1: Okay, let's this do is, this is sports. Uh, sports, 500.
0: Okay. There are this many holes in one round of golf.
1: In, in in a round of golf?
0: Yeah, there are this many holes in one round of golf.
1: Like all overall, all together, like all the games all together?
0: I guess, you yeah. know.
1: I mean I know there's like nine like there's like what, nineteen holes in a game? But are they just talking about one, one game?
0: In one round. One round.
1: One round, darn. Uh darn, shoot. This is embarrassing. I say First thing in my head is nine, but it could be eight. Okay, I'll,
0: I'll stick
1: with nine.
0: Okay.
1: It's eighteen. Yeah, 18 but I. But did I say that it was like eighteen holes, like in the thing for like the game? I hey, I I don't make the rules. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, I said like like eighteen, like like when you're playing a game. Or just a, a whole round count as a game? Is that, what they're, is that what they're trying to say?
0: I guess. I have no idea. I'm not even sure. What What's the next category you want to go with?
1: That's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Um, 400.
0: In this game, the word love is used.
1: What is tennis?
0: That's correct. You are on the board...
1: All right, basketball five
0: hundred. Okay, let me see. Wait, how many points was the last one?
1: Uh, four hundred. I think I said four hundred.
0: Yeah, it was four hundred. Okay. And you said the basketball for how
1: much? Basketball for uh, five hundred, I think. Okay. Can't remember.
0: What NBA player has the most NBA championships?
1: Who is Bill Russell?
0: That's correct.
1: All right. All right. So, Sports 300. The max number of
0: times your team can touch the ball on your side in volleyball before sending it over the net.
1: Your team? Oh, um, I'd say two. Incorrect. It's three times. Really? What? How is that three? Yeah, three times. I guess maybe spiking it, you hitting it, and the other person hitting it, I guess. I guess. Next All right. Um, okay. Um, it, it, we finished the whole sports thing?
0: Uh, No, you still have 100 and 200.
1: Okay, uh, 200.
0: This is the name of the flat rubber disc used in a game of ice hockey.
1: What is a puck? That is correct. Okay, let's finish it up. One, one hundred.
0: One hundred. Okay. The sport has nine players in the field and uses bases.
1: What is baseball?
0: That is correct.
1: All right, now let's go to basketball. What? Which one? What did I say? Would I not use in basketball yet? Three hundred. Uh,
0: one hundred, three hundred, four
1: hundred. Uh, four hundred.
0: What was the first person to score? Who was the first person to score 100 points in the regular game, regular, regulation NBA game?
1: Who is uh, Chamberlain?
0: That is correct. All right. All
1: right. So, so 300, 100 left. 300.
0: Where do you go if you get fouled in the act of the shooting?
1: What is the free throw line? That is correct.
0: So now
1: you have one hundred
0: left. Yeah. What team won the NBA finals in two thousand seventeen?
1: Two thousand and seventeen. Okay, let's do the math in my head. Um has to be either the to be either the Warriors or the um Darn, okay. Let me think. Let me think. Okay. 2017. So, was it Warriors again? Or was it. Wait. Let me do the math. 16, 16 was with Cleveland. 17. 17 had to have been the Warriors, if I serve me right. I don't think they lost anybody. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say what it, who was the Warriors? That is correct. It was the Warriors.
0: All right. So now there's uh you want to go to football or you want to stop it here?
1: Um, yeah, let's, let's stop it here. Cause I got to do the, the wrestling thing.
0: Okay. So let me okay. count up the points here. Let me see. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got sixteen hundred points. Not bad.
1: Sixteen hundred points. How many out of how many was, was was right? Um. Well, you know the first.
0: I think the first three or four you didn't get any points,
1: uh-huh. so those
0: didn't count. Um. Uh, but then you what you got? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You got about seven out of nine. So not bad. Uh, cool.
1: Yeah. I. Right. Let's uh. Let's uh, go to. WB I mean to wrestling. Um yeah the big shocking news was um was uh Selena Vega got fired. Yep, heard about that. Yeah that's that's not stuck. It's because she, she wanted a union and to unionize the you know you know the the company. Well, I thought she, I thought she said that after she got fired. Now, I heard that she said that before. Really? And and the main reason was is because she was doing Twitch and other stuff, and uh, apparently, Vince McMahon doesn't want people doing, you know, other stuff outside the company to to earn money. So apparently, mm-hmm. that's why, you know, they wanted to get unionized because you know they you know they feel like, you know, Vintedram is controlling every aspect of their life, even you know. Even when they're not in the ring. Hmm.
0: So she got fired because she said she she wrote the, she won unionization. I thought she I thought she wrote that after they fired her on Thursday Thursday evening or whatever when she said that.
1: Because they announced they announced the firing on Friday. Because I think then the this I think the decision went down on Friday.
0: That's when they made it. That's when they made the announcement. Mm. But she could have been fired early in the week, probably. Who knows?
1: I it looked know. like it was a shock. Because apparently, you know, the reason why she got fired is because they gave her ulti- They gave her and the other people in the organization an ultimatum to stop using Twitch and other, um, you know, social media stuff to to earn money. And uh, you know, they have to turn over their accounts to, I guess, the company. So mm. they didn't. They didn't want that. You know you know, to lose their freedom outside of the company to earn Mm. extra money. I see. Because apparently Paige was the one that was starting, you know, Paige was doing the same thing too and she wanted, wanted, you know, the company to be unionized because she was complaining like she broke her neck like twice for the company and, you know, they're, you know, treating her like that. She can't even, you know, she can't even wrestle anymore so she's trying to earn extra money. So would you that's what,
0: let me ask you a question? Would unionization would that be best for WWE and professional wrestling? Because I know Cody Rhodes also announced that it wouldn't be good for uh, wrestling if that did happen.
1: Um. Well, I mean, Cody Rhodes, you know, he's been in the ring, so I mean, he would he would know more than I would. But I don't know. I guess the. My from my point of view, I would assume it would be good for them to unionize because, you know, they they they're they're um they're you know their work their um what is it contractor contract I'm trying to think of the word W W E workers contracted workers even though obviously W W E controls everything they do, you know they can't they can't wrestle in independent companies or anything like that to um earn extra money. You know you know, if they, they can't even like get a haircut or change their look without Vince approving their, their their, you know their decision. So you know I think if they were unionized they you know they could have more of a you know, a leg to stand, but you know, Vince McMahon is a guy who runs the ship, so I don't think yeah, I don't think in the foreseeable future that they can unionize because. You know, they, wrestling, you know, the company is, you know, historically, you know, about guys, you know, try, guys and ladies trying to compete with other people to try to get their spot in the main, the you know, the main roster, you know, being on the main event. Mm-hmm. So there would have to be like-minded people who, you know, instead of looking for the brass ring, you know, they're trying to just help their fellow man and woman, you know. Get to the top yeah, I mean but, there's
0: good and bad about unions I mean if there was a union in professional wrestling
1: I mean you have
0: Better pay, equal pay uh-huh. And benefits
1: For pro uh-huh. wrestlers
0: and possibly Less wrestlers dying because You know yeah. they don't have health insurance Once they retire Or pension uh-huh. you know But if there's a union you would have all of these things um, Right But the negative would be like you give more Of these wrestlers power and, you know, the company put, puts itself at harm of, you know, losing money um, because they have to pay out these benefits to these, to these wrestlers. And they're going to have to spend a lot of money to do that. And so w financially, WWE, you know, I don't know if they're, I, I don't know. I was like, well, then again, they're a billion-dollar company. Maybe they could afford mm-hmm. to do
1: it. but They could afford to do it, But then, but that's going to lose money out of their pockets. And I don't think... Yeah, the higher it's up also going to give it. more
0: control to, you know, the wrestlers, you know, to mm-hmm. negotiate, uh, you know, their salaries and, you know, I don't know, it has its positives and negatives, I think.
1: Yeah, and that's how the, you know, people started getting, you know, like, um, you know, um, contracts in WWE because they were afraid of w- WCW stealing, stealing all their talent. Yeah. So they had to, they had to do it because, you know, like. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, you know, Hogan, you know, Macho Man, they got they had money. You know, they got especially Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, they had they got um yeah. like um, you know, like legit contracts. Yeah. So yeah. So they have yeah. power, you well,
0: know. I, I think I think for the most part WWE should have it. I yeah, think yeah, of it, course. it'd be a good thing, you know.
1: I think so. Especially for the wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened on uh, WWE. Uh, you know, Seth Rollins, he his feud with Rey Mysterio is finally over. Uh, Rey Mysterio finally defeated, you know, Seth Rollins with the help of um, Buddy Murphy, or now known as Murphy now. But... um yeah, what's your thoughts? Uh yeah, I saw it last
0: night and uh you know, this is gonna be a match for Spy Series.
1: Murphy mm-hmm. versus
0: Rollins, you know. Waiting a few months for it to happen, but Murphy probably came to his senses and, you know he turned against, you know, his friend and uh he's with the Mysterio family and uh don't be surprised if there's a wedding between uh, him and Remuster's mm-hmm. daughter very soon. Mm-hmm. And well, why looking at her? She's she's hot. She's a hot girl. I mean, she doesn't have an ass, but she's a hot girl. <laughs> you know, she she's hot. But yeah, I mean, you're gonna get that match in Survivor Series. So you know, that's gonna be. I don't yeah. think
1: so. I don't think I don't you think, don't think so. Get, I don't think we're gonna oh. get that match from because from what I what I've been reading, I've been hearing like, um, like this was his this was his go away, Matt. Like he's gonna take time off, which I presume is for paternity leave. I would think he would do that after Survivor Series, don't you think? Uh, he don't have anything scheduled, right?
0: I mean, Survivor Series is a, is it's what next, next week. week?
1: It's next, next week. week, yeah. Next week on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Or Sunday, I should say. Because yeah, it's literally one week from away, one week from today. Because now it's uh, after midnight now. So. Yeah,
0: so I mean, he he can't do it. He can't wrestle for mm-hmm. one more week.
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I have to look to see if he has anything scheduled. Because I don't think he's in. He didn't, he didn't make the cut for the Survivor Series uh, teams anyway. I don't think. So, so you have Murphy turn him and then he just goes away? I mean, that's kind of weird. <laughs> well, it's mean, WWE logic, man. So it's possible. Do, I think I think it might happen. All right. Let me see if he, if he's scheduled to be on anything in Survivor Series. Quickly. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Let's see. Oh yeah, he is on. He's on Team SmackDown.
0: Oh, he is. Okay.
1: He is on Team SmackDown. And then the the member, the final member of Team SmackDown is is going to be announced very soon, which I assume would be on SmackDown. Yeah. Well. Oh, Rollins well, versus Murphy has been announced for
0: next Friday's SmackDown. So we find uh,
1: that next week. Oh. Okay. So his feud with uh, his feud with Rey Mysterio is over, but he's gonna have this match, this oh. final match against uh, Murphy. Murphy. And then I guess that will. We make...
0: should save that for Survivor
1: man. Yeah, that would have been much better to do that, and because they want to do this roster supremacy kind of this, uh, you know, uh, brand supremacy thing. So, yeah, like, it was like the brag, what bragging rights used to be about. Um, so I guess B- Buddy Murphy will make the the last spot by defeating Seth Rollins, my assumption would be. Yeah. But we'll, we'll give our thoughts, uh, next week on that. But, uh, yeah, there was a, um, pay-per-view that went down and, um, Impact Wrestling. So um, yeah, that was a turning point. Uh, yeah, let me give you the the results. Uh, Eddie Edwards defeated Davari, and yeah, this dude is still in wrestling. The da- Davari, he he, you know he he um, yeah, Eddie Edwards defeated him. Uh, Rosemary and uh, Taya Valkyrie, you know the um. But the former women's champion and, and she's uh, John Morrison's wife. Uh she defeated uh Tenille Dashwood, formerly known as um Emma, and Jordan uh, Grace. Bill Myers, uh, you know, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, he defeated Swaggle, which is pretty self explanatory. He's he's uh, you know, formerly, you know, known as Swaggle.
0: Uh Oh.
1: A Lot of former WWE people here. Yeah. Chris Sabin and James Storm. Uh <laughs> he they defeated uh, XXXL, AC Romero and uh Larry D. Um uh Raiju, <laughs> defeated cousin Jake. Um and this was this was a singles matchup for the Impact X Division uh Championship. Then you had Willie Mack defeat uh Moose in a singles match by DQ. The Good Brothers, you know, Gallows and Anderson, they defeat the North, which, you know, has Ethan Page and uh Josh um Alexander and uh This was for the Impact Tag Team Championship. So, um, basically, Good Brothers, they're the new champions. And uh, Deanna Purrazzo, she defeated Sue Young, and uh, she becomes the new Women's Champion. She regains her uh, Impact Knockouts Championship. And then last but not least, uh Su Young's uh you know husband in real life, Rich Rich Swan, you know, who used to be the cruiserweight champion in WWE, he retains the title against Sammy uh Kallian. And then uh AEW um they had um yeah they had their um their pay per view event last week uh which was uh full gear and um basically yeah here's here's what happened. Serena Deeb, remember her from the Straight Edge Society. Oh yeah. She she uh she um, retained the title and uh defeated um Kay K uh for the NWA uh World Women's Championship. Previously, Serena Deeb uh defeated Rosa for the NWA Women's World uh Championship. Uh, the AEW World Championship Elimination Eliminator Tournament match. This was they had like a King of the Ring matchup uh you know um recently and basically Kenny Omega defeated his uh former tag team champion partner uh, Hangman Adam Page, like I predicted, uh, like we both predicted last week. Um, yeah, he defeated him. So now Kenny Omega has a a number one contendership match against, um, you know, John Moxley in the future. Orange Cassidy he defeated John Silver, um, you know, from the Dark Order. Darby Allen defeats Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. Can finally use his name because uh, mm-hmm. WWE finally relented their, um, you know, their licensing of the name. I think it was like a ten-year battle, and finally WWE uh, relented. So now Cody can now be referred to as Cody Rhodes again. So uh, Darby Allen is the new AEW TNT Championship t- champion, I should say. Hikiro Shida. Defeated her longtime rival Nyla Rose to retain the AEW Women's World Championship. The Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, they uh, finally defeat FDR, formerly known as the Revival, to become the new champions. had Had they not uh, defeated FDR, Young Bucks could no longer challenge for the AEW World Tag Team Championships again which we both predicted they would win. Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara, his longtime rival, um, in the elite deletion match. Another match we picked, uh, MJF with Wardlow defeated Jericho. And as a result, since MJF won, he, he, uh, he and Wardlow could finally join Jericho's group, the Inner Circle which they did on uh, AEW uh, this, this past Wednesday. And uh, Sammy Guevara was uh, lied to by MJF that the, the meeting where he gets inaugurated was going to be on the beach instead of inside the um, AEW ring. So there's still a, um animosity between MJF and Sammy Guevara. Um, and then last but not least, John Moxley defeated his uh, you know, former Fred Eddie Kingston in the I quit match for the AEW uh World Championship. And then uh also on the AEW Dynamite um trying think what happened, uh Ray Phoenix and uh and uh Pentagon, they they fought each other.
0: And
1: oh, think um, it was a great event. Yeah, it was. Um I mean it looks like it was. I mean I didn't see it not that I think about it. Yeah, I didn't but see it. But yeah.
0: Either.
1: But from what I from you know what I saw from you know the highlights and all that stuff, it seemed like it was a good really good pay per view event. Um, let me see. Anything else I forgot to cover. Oh yeah, NXT. Um basically uh Johnny Gargano, you know, he lost his uh NXT North American Championship to Leon Ruff, who, you know, basically that was like the aid, the NXT version of uh one, two, three kid beating Razor Ramon. You know. That was like the biggest upset in NXT history. Wow. And uh and uh basically I'm trying to think what else happened on AEW. Uh, before we head out here. Um trying to think of anything. Oh yes. Um, yeah they revealed the person who was helping out uh Johnny Gorgano and um and uh Candace O'Reilly was uh I think her what was her name? India India I forgot her name India something but it, it wasn't a surprise because they were teasing that she was going to be aligned with them anyway. So it wasn't a surprise that she joined forces with, with them. With you know, so that that wasn't you know that wasn't you know a big surprise anyway. Uh, I'm trying to think. Something else major happened.
0: Oh, uh, Neville made his. Uh,
1: oh yes, he's back. Right. Pac to A.K.A. Return. Pac. Yeah. Right, yeah, he pot, he returned for AEW. Yes, you're correct. Right, but yeah, that's um, yeah. I guess that's basically that's it. Uh, anything you'd like to say, Max?
0: Uh, no, uh, just everyone just have a safe weekend and come back here. Check out Sports of Legend on Bob Talk Radio and yeah, YouTube you heard,
1: TV. You heard, you heard the man. Well, yes, next week we'll 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 pop up. Uh, you know they're gonna have uh, this Sunday, uh, next Sunday, not 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 today, but next Sunday is gonna be Survivor Series. We'll preview that, and you know that'll be Undertaker's uh, last appearance, I guess, as a active wrestler, even though he is, you know, WrestleMania is his last match. But that, you know, he'll be there to commemorate his 30th you know, anniversary of appearing at the, at the Survivor Series pay-per-view event. So there's, there's going to be expected some people he, from Undertaker's past was going to pop up to show respect, even like, uh, Chavo Guerrero. No, not Chavo Guerrero, Savio Vega, I should say. You know, people from Undertaker's past are going to pop up and honor the, the legend, you know, of the square circle. Um, so, um, trying to think what else. Yeah, so we'll we'll be back and we'll you know we'll we'll let you know, we'll predict what the what's gonna happen at the pay per view event and what what else is going on in sports and entertainment. So you heard the man uh you know come back next week uh check out Sports Urban Legend um you know which will be you know Saturdays and, Saturdays at eleven. And then um, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Show of the Legend TV. You know, I have some new, epi- new episodes up, so feel free to check that out on YouTube. And, uh, you know, come back here, you know, for the next episode Sports Show of the Legend. So, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.